the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, joined by my co-host and... and Internationally famous, or at least Southern California famous uh, radio host. Well, you're famous too now that you've uh, ex- flown the coop a little bit. You know, Greg, when you think about the past eight years and I try not to government intrusion and oversight, it's hard to imagine anyone who has experienced more trouble. Uh, with the government and is sort of a poster child, if you will, for the last eight years of political weaponization of departments of our government than our guest today, who appeared before a uh, committee to tell her story. And I think it shocked the nation. And I'm speaking about Catherine Engelbrecht, who uh, whose organization, True the Vote, was singled out at least as far as we can tell, uh, for scrutiny by our government when she applied for nonprofit status with the federal, the IRS. And then it seemed like the federal government unleashed holy hell in her life. She is with us now because of a very special reason. Uh, but I want to welcome onto the United IE radio show right now, Catherine Engelbrecht. Catherine, it's such a, a, a pleasure for us to have you with us because you truly are a hero uh, for us across the country as it relates to organizing and keeping the government in its box. Thank you for joining us. Oh, my word. Thank you for the invitation and for those kind words. That, that means a great deal. Well, for not everyone who is fully familiar with your story, why don't you tell us and give us the uh, two- or three-minute version of how you tried to form True the Vote to in- try to ensure election integrity, like we have Election Integrity Project here in California, and what the response of the federal government was to that. Sure. Uh, well, in 2008 and in 2009, I, like so many millions of Americans across the country, I just had some some light go on in my head that said, you know what, it's it's time that we get together as citizens and do something. And I had never really been politically active prior to that. But that became now what we know as the Tea Party, that amazing sort of movement that happened out of nowhere. Uh, I was a part of that. And and what what came of that for me was was a sort of quick realization that all that passion, you know, had to had to be turned into some kind of action, and that action, just because of the, where we were falling on the calendar, it took the form of volunteering to go to work at the polls. We had heard that there was a need for volunteers, and so a small group of us got together and, and went and worked. And it was what we saw that day that ranged from just dysfunction all the way through to out-and-out, out, what you could only call election fraud, that when we came back together and we compared notes, we thought, well, if this is what's really going on, then this is the thing that we need to take 
to take a stand in. And that became uh, ultimately what was True the Vote. Um, about a year into our just organizing and and working and trying to understand election laws. Uh, Part of that was us to organize properly as a 501c3 nonprofit, which required that we file paperwork with the IRS. And that filing with the IRS is where our story sort of splits, because while we were in, you know, hot pursuit of election integrity and growing ultimately into a national organization, uh, the, the backstory that was playing out was uh, hand-to-hand combat with the then-Obama administration, uh, who, for whatever reason, I will let you be the judge of why, uh, did not want True the Vote on the map. And mm. they sent in an alphabet soup of federal agencies, ranging from the FBI to the IRS to OSHA, um, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, uh, the EPA, uh, just, just we, 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 we couldn't, you know, couldn't close the door, but for another one showing up. And that went on for over two years. Uh, uh, finally, I called my attorney and said, who can we sue and how fast can we sue them? This is, this is about all I'm going to take of this. And um, we filed an unprecedented lawsuit with the IRS that we are in to this day. Wow. So that is my nickel version of what okay. has happened over these past eight years. Now, as, I, as I understand, it wasn't limited just to examining your organization's 501c3 application, but they came after your and your husband's personal business. They they came after everything they possibly could. And, and what's so um, sinister about all of it uh, is that it started with the filing of that 501c3 application. Nothing in my life was was markedly different Prior to that filing, we had never had any involvement from the IRS or from any other government agency. We filed our taxes. We were good citizens. Everything was fine. The within within a month of filing that 501c3, we had a a parade of government agencies coming through every possible door to the tune of tw- in, in 18 months. We had 23 different audits or investigations or inquiries, and all the while, True the Vote was going back and forth with questions from the IRS wanting to know. They wanted to see every posting of every Facebook post I'd ever made. They wanted every tweet I'd ever tweeted. They, they wanted to know every organization I'd ever spoken to and what I'd said and where I intended to speak for the next year, things that had no bearing on our 501c3 status, what it was was opposition research. They wanted to know where we were and what we were doing. And the rest of it was just a smokescreen designed to to cause fear. And for, for a long time it did. For a long time I didn't tell anybody about what was going on because there's a stigma, you know, associated with being under that microscope. And I'll tell you what, it's caused me to read today's headlines in a much different light than I would have had I not gone through it myself. This always as they appear. Your story, which I have followed from the very beginning, uh, is so compelling. You've done a wonderful job of laying it out. We've got a bunch of follow-up questions to sort of bring out some of the uh, s- some some more facets of it. But we need to take a quick break right now so that we can give honor to our sponsors that enable us to be on the air. We are visiting right now with Catherine Engelbrecht. She's just outlined. Uh, what she went through as she attempted to 
established an organization called True the Vote. Uh, she came on to the national spotlight when she testified before Congress about her experience. And uh, she is also, uh, and part of the reason that we're having her on the Unite IE radio show, uh, going to be honored at an up- upcoming dinner here in L.A. You can actually meet Catherine uh, at this dinner, which is being put on by the American Freedom Alliance on Thursday, uh, June the 28th at 7 p.m. in L.A. We're going to give you more information and how you can get tickets for this uh, when we return. But I just want to let you all know that as you're listening to Catherine, uh, clearly a hero in the in the in the bigger movement of us organizing for a variety of different causes uh she is going to be honored at this event coming up on the 28th it's an opportunity to hear directly from her more about her story and uh what is uh where Catherine is now in this fight when we return on the unite ie radio show after this break from ed hoffman of wholesale capital corporation the place to go for your real estate lending needs both residential and commercial back after this Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now's the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire Radio Show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. We are privileged, no, honored by the fact that we have uh, really a hero for the cause of citizens being involved in the Republic, Catherine Engelbrecht. She was one of the first people in the Tea Party movement, really, to seek nonprofit status. And it was at that time that uh, she bore the full force of the government, much like we're seeing today in the Mueller investigation, in a way, in the way that it's going after Paul Manafort and General Flynn. Um, but her experience there with the IRS and other government agencies as she was attempting to uh, file for nonprofit status for an organization called True the Vote. Catherine, you detailed a little bit about what uh, you experienced. I'm just curious, in those early years of the movement, were you aware of anyone else that received similar uh, heavy handedness on the part of the government uh, who were also trying to accomplish something similar to you? Um, at that time, no, I was not. Now, of course, the, you know, the country came to learn, you know, years later that the IRS was, in fact, targeting conservative or, or liberty minded groups across the country. Uh, but I didn't know that at the time. And I'm still not aware of any group that had um, quite the array of. Um, 
get involved uh, as, as as we suffered through. But uh, you know, that's <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I'll tell you. Well, which many people say now, when you see what's going on with the high level of corruption and politicization at the various highest levels of the FBI and the Department of in- Injustice, that it's just these high echelon people, but the rank and file, they're, they're all good. And I, I'm saying, well, how do we know that? And when you look at cases like yours and all the other Tea Party and conservative groups that were targeted by the IRS, that why should we believe that the rank and file of any of these government agencies are not just as corrupt and politicized and, or at least willing to follow directions? and instructions and orders to be corrupt and politicized as the highest echelons of McCabe and Strzok and Page and Comey at all? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a difficult, uh, it's a difficult question, right? Because there are good people. There are true patriots that, that, that are in all of these agencies. But there are also an awful lot of bad actors. And they have been allowed to run roughshod uh, in in our political landscape, I think, because as, as, as Americans, right, we're trusting, we used to be, right, trusting, uh, believing that, hey, they're from the government, they're here to help, and it's our responsibility to, to do everything we can to assist, to be open, to be, to be forthcoming about, about everything in its fullness, never thinking that words are being twisted and clipped and and that, that there were ulterior motives that went past the, the you know the sworn duty that they were there to uphold. Um, I now know differently. Um, I now know to be um, to be circumspect. I now know to to raise an eyebrow when things don't seem quite right. Uh, but but I think it's it's one lesson that stands out among them all over these past number of years. It's that. Uh, you can't, you can't just go on and not speak out because that is exactly what they hope. They hope that they will outwit, outplay, outlast, and just break you down. And you cannot allow that. We, as a country, cannot allow that to happen to the fabric of who we are as a nation. We have to keep speaking out, and that's the only way we know this is going to get better. And the other side of that is what they did to you and what they see they're doing to General Flynn and trying to do to President mm-hmm. Trump and, and others is this Stalinist, show me the man and I'll find the crime. There was, Stalin's right. secret police chief, Lavrenti sure. Beria, said that. And is that you send in the investigators and you find, try to find something that oh, sure. this person has done wrong and, you know, no one's perfect. The laws are complicated. Of you, it'd be the odd, it'd be the rare person that you could survive such an in-depth investigation, and not the government can't find something somewhere at some point in your life that you have broken some law. Well, you know, for us, the, the, and what ultimately took us to court was that the IRS, you know, typically an organization that files for nonprofit status, they they may have a few back and forth questions with the IRS, but typically, you know, four to six months and you're done. It took us three years and then finally taking the IRS to court in order to get that nonprofit status determined. That is what it took. But in the course of all of that, we learned just how badly they were um, 
they were abridging our free speech in ways that we weren't even aware of. And now, they, you know, within the last couple months, we've learned that there are, four, well, for years we were told that there were no additional documents. Then, you know, then the hard drives were missing, and then there were documents, but they couldn't be sourced. And, and now, just within the last few months, we've learned there are upwards of 183,000 documents that had to do with True the Vote. And this was a, a, an all-out effort to silence what they perceived to be political opposition. And that no matter which side of the aisle you find yourself on, that should never happen to an American citizen or to an organization that's, that is speaking out as it is, as it is given its constitutional entitlement to do. And what is, it, what is it as or maybe more scary than just that the government is willing to do this not only to a high-level person like Donald Trump or Paul Manafort or General Flynn, as well as ordinary citizens such as yourself, is that... At least in the, in the case of Donald Trump, other there are three prominent Democrats that have any problem with the politicization of these law enforcement agencies against the citizens, and the rest. But the rest of the media, the rest of the Democrat Party, the rest of the liberals are just fine with the, using the oh, government sure. to go after their political enemies. And I think that's maybe scarier than the fact that the government's doing it. Oh, it's without question. I mean, it's blood sport. And that's that's very hard to that is a, I I I pray for for our president because mm-hmm. the storm that he is weathering is unfathomable. I mean I've I've been I've been I mean, I won't even want to put us on the same you know comparative scale, but but because I've had some of those similar circumstances happen in very small ways, I can tell you the devastation that it brings with it. And and for him to just keep moving forward in those environments, that's all you can do, but it is not easy. It is not easy. We are talking to Catherine Engelbrecht, who is the founder of an organization called True the Vote that came under uh, steep government scrutiny because of her filing for nonprofit status back in 2008 and 9 and uh, 10, became a folk hero to us here in the movement to preserve and save the republic she's going to be honored at an upcoming dinner called heroes of conscience uh the dinner put on by the american freedom alliance is going to take place at the hilton in los angeles uh and as a matter of fact in universal uh city and tickets are available still and you can make your reservations what we're going to do is we're going to put this up on the unite ie facebook page and website so that if you want to come out and join with celebrating uh the work that Catherine engelbrecht as well as other honorees including james damore and trevor loudon at the American Freedom Alliance Heroes of Conscience Dinner. Uh, we will have those up on our website and our Facebook page so that you can get more information as well as get your tickets. We're going to finish up our last segment after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation and host of the main event, which airs every weekend here on AM590, The Answer. I'm proud to be a part of the effort to make America great again, not just by supporting this station and conservative movement, but also by helping people achieve the American dream of homeownership. Whether you're looking to achieve that dream and you need financing, or you already own a home and you're considering refinancing your mortgage in order to lower your payment, shorten your term, or pay off high-interest debt, 
Or if you're over 62 and want to look into that great financing tool known as a reverse mortgage, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll free day or night, 855-640-2020. I'll give you all your options, answer all your questions, and walk you through the process. And don't forget to listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m., Sundays at 8 a.m., right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747 and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions. MB number 096199. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are pleased and honored to have on the line with us Catherine Engelbrecht, who lives that motto. And she found a true the vote. We've been talking about how the government came after her and tried to suppress her work in true the vote. Uh, what, what have you learned? What is the status of election integrity or lack thereof in America today? Look, there are a lot of problems in our election process. There are a lot of problems. And they are not easily solved. Uh, And it will not be a quick fix. However, uh, in the interest of time, the one thing that I can encourage everybody who's listening to to take heart in is that citizen engagement changes things. Observation of the process, being honest eyes and ears there on election day, not just voting but serving, that changes things, and it changes things in enormous ways. Much of the problem that we we have uh, stems from lack of citizen participation, which allows the you know which allows the bad actors to, to have sway. So be involved, go and work and volunteer, show up. Those are the things that are that are the most impactful that we can hope to have right now. Now, longer term, there are all kinds of things on the horizon. I think that we're looking at an environment that technology is going to change the way we vote. Uh, for the better. I think there are a lot of lessons that we're going to learn along the way. But um, but for right now, where we are, the big message is get out there and get involved. And here in California, we have Election Integrity Project of California. And yeah. uh, we, we have volunteers just go out there and they try as best they can. They observe the polls and at least try to monitor whether Californians lacks election laws, at least those are being followed, and uh, and people sometimes wonder: Is it does it do any good? And just as you said, that if if they didn't know that any, if they knew that no one was watching, how much worse would it be? That's right. And there's also a lot of truth to you know the butterfly effect. You you can't you can't anticipate what doesn't happen when you're there. There is an impact that that may be just because. You know, you happen to show up at a poll that sets off a chain of events that works for the better of the entire election. So do the right thing and better things are going to happen. Well, that's right. And not only that, if you're a person that does believe in divine intervention and you're a person that does hold out that there is that that God exists and he manifests or she manifests that existence here on uh, planet Earth. By opening yourself up to doing something, you never know what can, what can be what works can be moved through you. And Amen, brother. That is a that's a big part of what we're seeing happen out here in California. Greg mentioned uh, election integrity. We're very fortunate that we've got somebody who's running for Secretary of State, who's an election integrity candidate that has a very real prospect of getting elected this year. 
Divine intervention That's is great, but I, but I also believe what Congressman Louis Gohmert said. It's in God's hands does not mean we can lean on our shovels and wait for the hole to dig itself. Yeah. Amen. Love, Louis. Are yeah. you, by, by the way, I know you're from Texas. Are you, who's, what congressional district are you in? Who's your congressman? I am in Congressman, uh, oh my word, now you put me on the spot, <laughs> Kevin Brady. Kevin, Kevin Brady. Brady. Very good. Um, in, in our last minute, Catherine, uh, we got to do a plug, but I wanted to give you uh, at least a moment to give us a real quick update of where your case is. It's not resolved, is it? You're not at the end of this. No, we are still waiting. And what it has come down to now is the judge deciding for whether or not uh, the IRS should pay all attorney's fees. It's been determined that we've won, but the IRS is holding fast that they shouldn't have to pay, even though they kept us in court for five years. And and so, um, you know, while we're while we're uh, calling up prayer, I would say, please, gang, pull pull you know, pull one for us because um, this is going to determine uh, the, sadly the fate of True the Vote because we've been on this on this war path for so long and have invested so much that it's um, it's almost. It's almost beyond my ability to imagine what it would be like if, if after all of this and winning, uh, the IRS just gets off scot-free. Alas, we are at the end of our time. We have to say goodbye and thank you for being with us. But on the other side of the break, we will give you the information you need in order to secure your tickets for the American Freedom Alliance's Heroes of Conscience Award that's going to recognize Catherine Engelbrecht for the work that she did. And you'll get a chance to meet her and hear from her directly. Catherine, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you so much. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Night Inland Empire radio program, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. What a compelling moment for our show to have Catherine Engelbrecht on and hear directly from her how her attempt to do what she wanted to do to serve the republic in election integrity was directly, uh, she ran directly into the buzzsaw of the weaponized IRS. Right. And the scope of the corrupt and politicized government goes far beyond just McCabe and Mueller and Comey at all up at the very highest levels. It ex- extends down through the bureaucracy. And at least if they're, if they're not want to be corrupt and politicized, at least willing to follow orders. And part of the reason that we had her on, I've always wanted to interview Catherine and have her on the show. It's been very difficult to connect with her. But part of the reason we were very fortunate to have her with us is that she is being recognized at the annual Heroes of Conscious Dinner of 2018. It's an uh, it's a, a recognition dinner uh by the American Freedom Alliance, and Catherine is being honored for her role in uh, the work that she did and what she ex- 
doing, you know, really exposed uh, on the part of the IRS. The dinner is going to be Thursday, June the 28th from 7 to 10 at the Hilton Los Angeles in Universal City. And you can get tickets by going either to the UniteIE.com website or to our Facebook page, Unite in the Empire Facebook page, and we'll have links up there for you to be able to click on to secure your tickets. And right now, also on the phone, we have, you were going to say? I was going to add that James Damore, Damore, that's our pronunciation, who is the Google employee that got fired for daring to suggest some truthful facts and couldn't couldn't tolerate free speech there. Trevor Loudon is going to be honored. And the MC is going to be our friend, uh, Evan Sayet. Absolutely. So it is a night full of friends of the uh, movement. And on the phone right now is a new friend, uh, Mark Moisier, who is the uh, candidate, the Republican candidate for secretary of state. He uh, had a tremendous effort going into the primary and is now going to be facing off in the fall. Mark Moisier, who is our election integrity project. Welcome to the United IE radio show. Hey, thanks for having me. Good to be back. Well, it is a pleasure, particularly because this seems to be an election integrity show. And you have a news release this week, a press release about something that happened in L.A. Why don't you bring us up to speed? Well, as many of your listeners probably have heard, um, on Election Day, 118,000 Los Angeles people, uh, registered voters, went to the polls to vote and were told that they were not on the voter rolls. And this, despite the fact that they had received sample ballots just a couple weeks earlier. And, of course, Los Angeles County came out and said it was a printer error. But the only problem is this printer error happened in five different counties in the state. So it actually shows that it was not a printer error. It was actually some shoddy work being done by the Secretary of State's office. But in the heat of 118,000 people being told that they were not on the voter registration, uh, L.A. County decided that they were going to do something about it. Now, over the last uh, 10 years or so, L.A. County has been talking about doing a new voter uh, system handling voter registration, election day, ballot counting, doing the whole entire system. It's called a voting system. And they had always been talking about doing an open source system so that they could cut the future cost of election because you would not be bound by having to deal with the exact same voter company who has proprietary software and the important aspect of you you could buy off-the-shelf equipment rather than the highly marked-up stuff put out by these companies. Mm -hmm. But the L.A. County Board of Supervisors decided that they were going to use Smartmatic and – and they awarded them a $282 million contract to now basically run Los Angeles County elections. Now, the thing is, most people do not know who Smartmatic is, so let's start off with some basic facts. Number one, Smartmatic has not been tested and approved in either by either the United States government or the state of California. So this contract is basically saying, Here's a bunch of money. Go out and develop a system, and we have enough faith in you that you're going to be able to get through the uh, the certification pro- steps that are required by the state of California uh, in order for this system to actually go live. So 
if that's not bad enough, if you start digging into Spartmatic, you actually find that it has very close ties with the Venezuela government. In fact, it appears that one of its major holding companies is actually owned by the Venezuelan national government. Now, if you know, we hear all this talk about uh, you know foreign influences on our elections. It seems that LA County is going straight to foreign influence on LA County elections. But wait, there is more. Mm-mm. This thing just keeps getting more and more exciting. The Smartmatic has multiple different entities. They like they create an entity for each and every uh, you know country that they're doing business in. But right now, there is a major motion in the Philippines to kick Smartmatic out of their elections in the Philippines because they've done such a terrible job there. In fact, you know, I mentioned earlier that they are a Venezuelan company. They started in Venezuela. Venezuelan government actually has close ties with the company. Venezuela actually banned them from being used in the in the country. <laughs> wait, and, wait, wait, wait. How, 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 how bad do you have home, to be? <laughs> right. Home, home of the, first of all, you've got elections in, in Venezuela that are suspect to begin with. So how bad do you have to be? Great question. In order to get kicked out of Venezuela, it's like getting kicked out of, I don't know, Iraq or Iran for, you know, fraudulent elections. Okay, and there's more. Uh, in 2006, they tried to come in and do Chicago's election, and the elections were so bad, they were ran out on a rail in Chicago. So who's in charge of the procurement process in the L.A. County that they would be able to get this uh, horrible uh, track record through their due diligence process. Well, I mean, no, here's a little inside secret. The president of the North American operations of Smartmatic is Kevin Shelley. Now, most people probably will not remember who Kevin Shelley is, but he was the Secretary of State of the State of California back in 2003 to 2005, and he basically had to resign in disgrace because of the horrible job he was doing as Secretary of State and some misuse of funds that he had and, uh, you know, abuse that he was uh, dealing with. So he's not exactly the best Secretary of State the state of California ever had. But he is one of the individuals on in this contract. And then you got to deal with Dean Logan, who happens to be the, you know, the county register of voters. And, you know, he actually, you know, appears to be the one who drove this contract with this very shady company that has ties to Venezuela that has systems that are so bad that haven't even been approved for business in the United States, but have been driven out of the Philippines and Venezuela. Wait a minute. You just said his systems were, the systems of this company have been approved for the U.S., but yet they were in Chicago? Well, they, you know, the thing is, uh, they, there's been a process over the years of uh, certification, and so they may have had a system way back when that was approved, but that, you know, got okay. decertified or something like that. So back in 2006, they tried to come into Chicago, and they did such a terrible job, they haven't really been in the United States since then. Wow. That is just uh, that that is just disgusting. Yeah. Um, I can't... I mean, was, I mean, it's one thing to be kicked out of, out of Venezuela because you, you can't for your vote for your voting elections but it is so bad it's even worse they were kicked out of chicago in the philippines yeah 
I mean, the, the, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like Venezuela is one level, but you, you, you're going, you're going down multiple levels from wow. Venezuela to Chicago. Wow. Well, it, you, it, you you heard it here first. Yes, you did, and this is another reason why we are firmly behind the candidacy of Mark Moisher for Secretary of State, the Election Integrity Project uh, candidate, and you also have a hashtag for Mark, don't you? I've been trying. I mean, he, he has like uh, elections matter, and yeah, it's okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, and th- th- this this is free political advice worth every penny you pay for it. <laughs> is your slogan and hashtag should be honest elections? Something that's going to have very broad appeal. Even rank, rank and file Democrats are gonna, okay. I can agree with honest elections. All right. Well, there you go, Mark. Some free so, elections. So let you get you get that hashtag trending. You 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 started out there. Let's start on the show. Everybody who who listen to this show, why don't you jump on Twitter and follow Greg's uh, great advice, and let's get that hashtag trending. Absolutely. Get it trending along with uh, go to Mark Moisier's campaign website and pick up his press release on this uh, uh, L.A. County disaster and tweet that out along with the hashtag Honest Elections, and well, let's see if we can get a let trend Let me ask going. you, I mean, are, are they, did they pick this guy because he's going to run? He's going to set up a fraudulent voting system for them, or is is he? And or were they spreading the campaign contributions around? Um, I, I I'm not going to go there. You know, it, it, as you read the 500 page contract, everything appears to be above board. But the problem is, they just have picked the company that you know maybe there are some, uh, you know the. Kevin Shelley, you know, former Secretary of State of California, may have some friendships there that he's coming in and trying to make a, a good uh, profit for his company. You know, just because he, you know, is no longer a politician doesn't mean that he can't make a living. And, you know, so he's gotten on board with what we would call a shady company. And he's coming to California trying to get, you know, Kevin Shelley just got on board this company in January, February of this year. And so what's the first thing he does? He comes to California and inks a 300 or $282 million contract. You know, so, you know, Kevin's doing his job as a businessman, as a president of the company. Only problem is it seems like the register of voters of Los Angeles is not doing his job. Well, on a related, on a related, related question, I read, this is maybe a year or two ago, that the California Secretary of State had hired the same company that did the Obamacare website to do the required statewide voter database. What's it, you know anything about that or the status of that? Um, I am, I'm not up on that particular issue. All right, Mark. Well, we appreciate you stopping by on your way throughout the state to give us an update on your campaign and this latest development in L.A. County. Thanks for all your hard work into the primary, and we will continue to support the effort to get Mark Moisher elected to be our next Secretary of State. You can go to his website and... uh, Use Mark the hashtag is, Honest Elections. Hashtag Honest Elections. It's uh, Mark Moisher, M-E-U-S-E-R dot com. And you can volunteer. You can uh, give Mark a little contribution. It's very... Uh, or a big contribution. Gonna, or a big contribution if you happen to be... Yeah, they our, can make up a, to $7,300 contribution. So if you got anybody there you who's go. listening today who wants to make that kind of contribution, we definitely will appreciate you know, it. Actually, I mean, I'm going to ask you one more, one more question. Is... Th- Go for it. Is there any understanding on a national level 
of the importance of your race and getting you the resources to win this one? Uh, there are people out there who are saying that this is maybe the most important election in the United States in 2018. I think it is. Uh, there are several groups that I have heard of who are uh, starting processes to maybe help fund this race. But we, as yet, the spigot hasn't been opened up, so we are cautiously optimistic that that will happen. Well, let's go to the bathroom and turn the spigot on. Uh, Mark? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Thank you so much for all your work and for being with us here on the Unite IE Radio Show. More up ahead after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to go when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office and certified to be the number one conservative talk radio show in our market, in our time slot. We are indeed. We have the, we have the proof of that. Absolutely. Yeah, Ann Coulter says, and it's so true, that immigration is the most important issue because it determines all other issues. And we see that playing out both nationally this week, and we're recording here on Thursday, so we don't necessarily how the amnesty vote's going to go in the House, where Paul Ryan is trying to put through a mass amnesty bill. Hopefully that will will lose. Uh, but also locally, as uh, some uh, patriots went to the Redland City Council this week to uh, urge them to join the SB 54 rebellion, which is now up to, I think, 43 cities and 12 counties. They've taken some action against the Democrats' SB 54 that, by definition, only protects criminal illegal aliens and Redlands has not been willing to put it on the agenda of of their city council so we went there in public comment to urge them to do so and I, I put up a Facebook page to in part get people from our side but also to bring out the pro illegal alien criminal side because I think they present well for our cause and they did not disappoint so you had people there that were in favor of this. They saw that you were going to do this, so they came out as well to present right. the other side of the SB fifty four issue. The and right from, state right, issue. from the, right from the get go, there were three there were three pro open border, pro SB fifty four uh, lefties in the front row who refused to stand for the pledge of allegiance. I saw right from the get right from the get go and it was utterly apparent as I've seen in all of these different ones that I've gone to is the people that are in favor of SB 54 do not want to enforce America's immigration laws 
anytime, anywhere, against anyone. They want open borders, and that anyone who wants to come into the country should be allowed to do so. We really saw that take place in real time over the last couple of weeks as the media which is the really the Democratic Party, the PR arm for the Democratic Party, uh, tried to make an issue and, you know, largely succeeded about this Trump policy. They called it, which was really just Trump following both the Flores decision from 1997, as well as uh, the law for dealing with people who crossed the border illegally. They tried to make hay of it. And, you know, what we what we learned essentially is that the media is willing to do anything, uh, including call the Trump, Trump, Donald Trump and the Trump administration Nazis, that they are individuals that are running concentration camps on the border. We even heard Peter Fonda, who was willing to say that the DHS secretary should be stripped of her clothing and whipped in the public square and caged. Baron Trump should be ripped from his mother and kidnapped and put in a cage with a pedophile. Yeah, this is just but, really despicable stuff. That but, beyond, but beyond the you know, ding dong Hollywood celebs or wannabe celebs or former celebs like Peter Fonda is you had General Michael Hayden, who was previously the head of the National Security Agency and the head of the CIA. He tweets out a picture of the Nazi concentration camp at Auschwitz and said, there were other governments that separated parents from their children, as if holding illegal immigrants until their case is heard is the same equivalent as sending them to a death camp where they use poison gas to kill the people there and then incinerated their remains. As, uh, I, you know, I can see how th- those really are the same thing, aren't they, Don? This is the 2018 version of pushing granny off the cliff, right? which was you know, the, the effort to give, paint a picture of Paul Ryan doing whatever he could to take money and the life away from people on Social Security and Medicare. And then there was this guy, Michael Steele, who's on the Republican National Committee. And he, he's, and he, he referred to these holding illegal aliens that have illegally crossed the border. That's why they're illegal. As the, the, this is a concentration camp. And he says, they're coming for your children next. Right. They're going to start rounding up American children and this is and this is someone who claims to be a Republican. This is someone who is obviously a never Trumper. And then um, what you had was pictures of, you know, children from the 2014, 2015, uh, you know, Obama administration dealing with the unaccompanied minors and in some cases accompanied minors that were crossing, showing us pictures of that. Uh, and then claiming that they were pictures of the Trump administration. I loved, uh, speaking of the difference in the way that the media is treating this under the Obama administration versus the Trump administration, the momentary lapse of journalistic integrity on the part of CNN when Brooke Baldwin actually asked Senator Tammy Baldwin, Democrat, no relation, who uh, was on CNN this week, and she, Brooke Baldwin said, and just, I, I can't even imagine that the producers allowed this to happen, but they did. She asked Senator Tammy Baldwin, how come you didn't bring this up in 2014 or 15 when the Obama administration was doing the very same thing, which on the part of CNN was an admission that the Obama administration was doing the same thing, number one. But Tammy Baldwin was just shocked that Brooke Baldwin would dare ask that question. She stammered through a couple of different answers as Tammy pressed her for a real answer. But the real question 
Brooke Baldwin is, how come CNN didn't cover this the way that they should have back in 2014 and 2015? So while Brooke is busy holding Senator Tammy Baldwin accountable for the lack of outrage in 2014 and 15, I'd like to know, Brooke Baldwin, how come CNN didn't cover it then as well? Yeah, I'm surprised Brooke is still working at, at CNN. But you, you have to, in a sense, admire the way that the uh, our opposition is able to mount this. Is between the media and the politicians and other and people behind the scenes, they're able to they're able to mount this concerted f- fake. I think public outrage, all directed at the goal of trying to force President Trump to open the borders and adopt a policy that anyone who shows up at the border with a child gets led into the country. And very few Republicans, if any, other than Donald Trump, would have said no to that. We're going to enforce the law. Now, what they've done is they said, okay, we're going to hold the families together, and that may be inviolative of this court decision. But now you let the same liberals that objected to separating the parents and children until their cases are heard, now object to and try to sue to say, no, you, you can't hold them together. And we'll, and we'll see how that, we'll see how that plays out. But I think that was a, was a, was a very, uh, clever. Uh, approach by by President Trump. And we know that the entire effort by the media and the Democrats here it has nothing really to do with the children. This is about amnesty. This is about moving amnesty through the process, getting our borders open because now the argument is, well, you you can't keep parents and children locked up. You got to let them go, which is essentially what Obama was doing for a period of time, which was catch and release. Uh you mentioned SB 54 uh Greg, about uh, your meeting on June the 19th, upcoming here on June the 26th, the city of Temecula actually does have this on the agenda. So if this is an issue that you have enjoyed going to the various different city council meetings uh, to support SB 50. It's so important you show up and push back and, right. and that affects the outcome of these of these meetings. We got to run right now. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Unite IE Radio Show. We'll be back next week at 4 o'clock again for the Unite IE Radio Show. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.